brain though says it's Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, see, then my brain will get a pleasant surprise at the tail end of the week when it ends early. Oh, oh boy, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. That's the way it'll be talking to itself. Oh boy. <laughs> Kind of in the 12-year-old manner that it normally does. <laughs> of course. Well, Lee, I've got to date back to, you know, my my years. It'd be jeepers. The weekend's just around the corner. Golly gee. We'll have a keen time. <laughs> Me and the gang can meet at the soda shop. <laughs> Me and the gang. Uh. <laughs> Now, here's something I thought would be perfect for us. Okay. This is uh, something out there now. It's a therapeutic chat bot. <laughs> it's called the Woe Bot, like W-O-E. Like woe is me. Yeah. Yeah. The Woe Bot. All right. <laughs> to help you with some of your issues. So I envision this. Okay. All right. It's All right. What's wrong, Matt? <laughs> okay. <laughs> So it's a robot from yeah. from the Jetsons. All right. <laughs> and then you can start telling it, you know, right. your issues. Uh, I just feel like no one likes me, Wobot. <laughs> uh, I, I, I wake up and I feel like no one likes me. Because it'll talk to you. Right. That's the way I envision yeah. it. <laughs> People love you, Matt. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you can tell all your issues to the Wobot. It uh, uses artificial intelligence to deploy the principles of cognitive behavioral therapy. Wow. Which is a common technique used to treat anxiety and depression. The app is now in high demand as the pandemic hassles have led to a spike in anxiety and depression, which has increased the demand for therapists. So. And that, I mean that, that is true, and that's something. Yeah. That going into the the uh, pandemic, we kind of knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Because when you cut yourself off from everything, then you know anxiety and depression can set in. But so, I like I like your version of the of the Wobot. I yeah. like that. That's... <laughs> it's kind of a mixture of Jetsons and uh, <laughs> Buck Rogers because he had that robot. Yeah, that's right. Remember that's right. he? What's wrong, Buck? Did they right. kind of yeah, sound like did. that? Yeah. yeah. Didn't have a Dutch boy haircut for some reason. I don't know. I, I'll be honest with you. I know of Buck Rogers, but I never really watched it. I think it did. And for some reason, right now, they, they're, oh, yeah, right. They put, <laughs> they put that robot with a Dutch boy haircut for some reason. All right. You're going to research it. See if the robot had a Dutch boy. Buck Rogers. <laughs> robot. <laughs> it did. It totally did. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I remembered. Yeah, look, 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 okay. look. If that ain't a Dutch boy haircut, I don't know what it is. What was his name? Does it say its name? Because it had a name, didn't it? Tweaky? There you go. I think Tweaky? Right. Tweaky. They were reading the future. All right, Tweaky. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, you know. <laughs> yes. So there you go. <laughs> For some reason, they gave him a Dutch boy haircut. I don't know. Oh, Matt. And, this, uh, and speaking of robots, here's the first ever manicure robot. Oh. <laughs> a, a startup company created the first ever manicure robot, 
which can perfectly paint nails in about 10 minutes. Clockwork opened a lab in San Francisco on Friday. It offers contactless manicures for just $7.99. Wow. There's no chance of anything going wrong here. Okay. What's well, like with the therapeutic? That's never going to get hacked, and you're going to be like, um, Mr. Wobot, I'm having a bad day. And it's going to be like berating you. Like, you know, that's going to happen. <clears throat> They're hacking stuff that, you know, really is important. The pipeline, the. There's a. Meat a meat, yeah, meat house. Come on. They need to get these people. They oh, need yeah. to get them fast, because that's ridiculous. I don't need my ribeye steak to cost any more than it does. Okay, it's true. This uh, machine takes photos of customers' nails. Then it'll coat them with polish, getting them in and out of the door in a fraction of the time that it takes to get a traditional manicure. The company expects the robots to be in retail stores, offices, and even apartment complexes in the future. Yet another job down the tubes. Well. No need for manicurists. Think about how many jobs we've lost with technology. What about the old operator? You could get on there. Of course, you were always in a panic. You'd have to... Operator! (laughs) Now, what good did that ever do? Okay. Did you ever deal with an operator, like hit zero and deal with an operator? Did that ever happen? Yeah. Yeah. They were very useful, you know. Yes, operator, I need assistance. Okay, how, you know. Did you call them operator? Well, yeah, you know, I don't. <laughs> yeah, Maybell. You know, <laughs> and then, you you know, that gives you the number. Thank you. Or they'd pop on there, sir. That'll be a dollar. I feel like they were always a bit annoyed that you were bothering them. You're at the tail end of their cycle. Is that what? Okay, you know, <laughs> operator, I need a number, and sir, how can I help you? It's just they were very curt. I don't know. You got to go back to the days where you still used initials and uh, you know terms. Yes, I need BR five four nine, please. You know, because yeah. they weren't you know the full numbers. Right. That many phones weren't out there. I know. Yes, Manhattan six four one, please. Step on it, cabbie. <laughs> so. Me and the gang got to get to a picture show, see? Oh, you know, I watched war movies all day Monday, basically. Yeah. One of my favorite movies of all time is Sergeant York. All right. True story of private. Well, actually, he was a sergeant, Alvin York, eventually ended up sergeant. Yeah. But, uh, you know, his uh, his true story of the Argonne Forest, and he had to kill 20 enemy because they had them penned, and he'd pick them off like turkeys because he's, you know, from Tennessee, so sure. he was a good marksman. Right. And he'd sucker them up. Of course, the movie made it sound like it makes a turkey noise. They set up and bam. <laughs> I doubt that's what happened, but uh, you got to make it look good for the movie. Right. <laughs> what the... What noise is that? <laughs> yeah. So he did that. And then he and just a handful of other fellas, because they had them pinned down, they had 132 prisoners. And there were only like seven of them. Wow. 
So all these Germans had no idea that that's all there was that had them captured. Yeah. And they marched them all. It's a remarkable, true story. Hmm. And uh, so I watched that, you know. It was just a a, a heyday for me. Memorial Day is, you know. Sure. So uh, Sergeant York, I got to see. That's one of those movies I'll watch and I'll watch and I, you know. How, what year did that come out? Oh, uh, I think Sergeant York probably came out in 1940. It, oh, it's that old. Yeah. Okay. Now, this was based on World War One. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's Gary Cooper stars okay. in it, so you can research that while we're gone as we gain additional wrinkles in our brain. Yeah, 1941. Okay. So it was actually made during World War Two, but based on World War One, and the life of Sergeant Alvin Cooper. It says it was a Alvin uh, York, I mean. war slash romance movie. Yeah, because he had Gracie. Gracie was waiting at home for him. They make his mother out, you know, in the movie. I mean, she just, uh, if you ever see it, check out his mother. It's like, I, she looks kind of weird. <laughs> okay. It's like she's always, looks like she's always in a glaze, you know. She's just, you know, at the train station. <laughs> and it's like, what's going on here? Like her eyes are glassed over. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> it's uh, 6.32. Hmm. We'll uh, take a break for news with Karen. We've got uh, some weather coming up and more tidbits. Stick around. News for the Diamond Marketplace. Good morning. I'm Karen Stearns. Marcus Miller of Winnemac has been sentenced to 34 and a half years last week after he was found guilty of four felony counts. He was convicted in April of possession of a firearm by a serious violent felon, resisting law enforcement, unlawful possession of a syringe, possession of methamphetamine, along with a sentencing enhancement of pointing a firearm at law enforcement officers. Miller had a warrant issued in January of 2017, but eluded capture for over two years until June of 2019, when officers served an arrest warrant for him after he was identified during surveillance. When he was confronted, he pointed a sawed-off pistol at an officer and pulled the trigger, but the pistol didn't go off. Miller then dropped the firearm and surrendered. Miller will serve 14 and a half years for his felonies, with an additional 20 years for pointing a firearm at officers. Pulaski County Prosecutor Kelly Gomer said, Marcus Miller will justifiably be in prison for a long time, and our community is safer because of it. The Cass County Board of Commissioners will be meeting on Friday, June 4th at 3 p.m. in an executive session at the Cass County Government Building in the Commissioner's Hearing Room on the second floor. The meeting will be for the interview and negotiations with industrial and commercial prospects. That's news from Iron Horse Broadcasting. I'm Karen Stearns. Well, we are back on this what is it wednesday isn't it it's a special day if we got the theme music in the middle of the uh show that's it's a banner day for us <laughs> i remembered something at least today now this um from uh, yesterday's uh, material i wanted to go through this so uh, with our listeners this is a woman in michigan okay given a 385 dollar ticket for talking too loud, here's the news story. Diamond Robinson says she was just walking up and down Cushing Street, the street she lives on in East Point, talking on her phone on Thursday when she says one of her neighbors approached her. 
do you think that you can get off your phone or talk lower? One of those things that she said. And I said, get out of my face. And I proceeded to walk past her. So she's she's saying whatever she's saying. Three minutes later, East Point police pulls up. So Diamond started doing a Facebook Live video. And I hope you know that this is all being recorded. The woman who called the police just moved to the neighborhood a couple of weeks ago, according to Diamond, and she is white. That's an important part of the story because Diamond thinks she's being targeted because she's black. I'm not doing anything wrong by walking up and down the street talking on my phone. But as Diamond continues to record, the police officers end up writing her a ticket. A ticket for being a public nuisance because I'm talking too loud on my phone. That's why I got a ticket. And that ticket isn't cheap. $385. There is no way that the police should be called on me when I am on my own property in my own neighborhood on my own block. Diamond plans to fight the ticket, and because she's so upset about the whole ordeal, she's now having security cameras installed outside her home. As far as blasting everything on Facebook Live, she says she felt like she had no other choice. A lot of these things are being pushed under the rug, and it doesn't need to. All right. Now, we've all dealt with this at some point in our lives. We've had to, all right? You've been in a store or something. There is somebody over there. Yes. All right? Yes. And I don't care what color, creed, nationality you are. I don't care, okay? Get it off speakerphone and shut up, okay? Yes. Now, she's evidently outdoors. We don't know exactly what happened. I don't think she was probably that kind to the neighbor. Okay? (laughs) On the way, she told her to mind her own business. Right. But to me, she's out on the street. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Maybe her and her friend were cussing up a storm and it was annoying. Who knows? I don't know. We don't know. But if you're in a store, a restaurant, or something like that, get it off speakerphone. Do you really have to be on your phone right now? Mm. You've dealt with it. I know you oh, have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. My favorite, we were in a store in Kokomo once, and this girl was walking around the store and she had it up to her ear. Yeah. This is before everybody started using their speakerphone and holding it like a plate in front of their face <laughs> but she had it up to her ear and yeah. she's like walking around the store and it rings <laughs> <laughs> has it up to her ear and it all of a sudden it starts ringing like you're pretending you're on the phone like <laughs> okay whatever I, you know, in conversation yesterday, Alan talked of a story. He was in a store somewhere, mm-hmm. and there was a fella. He wasn't on the phone or anything. He's just talking to somebody he knew and was that loud in the store. Just a loud gent. There's just, you know, people are loud. Some people are just loud talkers. I mean, it's a thing. So I don't know. We'll never know the whole story here, but I think right. we've all dealt with it in some capacity somewhere. Sure. sure. I just get the three hundred. I think I think it stands to reason that if you were loud enough for someone to confront you about it, yeah. then you were probably pretty loud, right? I, I'm guessing. I you know again, but then again, we weren't there. Yeah, we, we don't know. We, we don't. I mean, but I don't think it's based on race. Okay, I I just don't. 
I mean, we're turning this into that all the time now. And, you know, and then you go to, you know, you start streaming. Cops are going to beat you up because you talk loud. <laughs> I don't know, you know. All right, now this uh, concerning unpopular opinions that'll make you mad or change your viewpoint. Yes. All right, do you have this? I'm getting to it. All right. So I want you to pick what you want to bring up because I'm sure there's something near and dear to you. Well, there's just there's so many of these are like, okay. wow, okay. All right, so um, we'll start with this one. All right. This person, I don't know, this must have been a Reddit thread or something. Okay. But um, these are unpopular opinions. All right. After the death of a pet, you should be given vacation from work to grieve your loss, as with any family member that passes away. We lost our guinea pig last week. Oh, no. This was the last of two, right? This was the last of two. I should have taken the rest of the week off. Now, does it bother the kids? Did it bother them? They handled it pretty well, actually. See, I think they're at an age now where, you know, they're, they're, you know. Yeah. Now, if you're four or five years old, it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. No, they they handled it pretty well. Okay. Now, what do you think of that? Now, I know someone personally that I worked with. Yeah. That missed several days due to the death of a bird. Yeah. But, uh, you know, people handle stuff differently. Yeah. This, um, I shouldn't have to tiptoe around other people's traumas. Find a way to deal with your own. Crap. And stop causing problems for others. Okay. Gosh. That's pretty blunt. That is pretty blunt. (laughs) For sure. Cyclists, like riding bicycles, cyclists are annoying, dangerous, and should not be allowed to share roads with cars. That's almost like old man rant right there. That's like. (laughs) They're not supposed to be on the sidewalk. No. Okay. No. But I think it's probably safer for a bicyclist to be on a sidewalk. Yeah. You know, we've got bike lanes. Would you feel comfortable? No. No. You're, you're riding your back to the to tra- traffic that's behind you. Mm-hmm. Now, I've seen some people going the wrong way on their bike lane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, is that right? Are I, you I supposed don't think to do so. That? You're supposed to, if you're on a bike, you're supposed to go like you obey traffic yeah. laws, right? But I saw someone going the wrong way on the street in the bike lane. That doesn't seem right. There are people out there that still do not know the rules of a bicycle. There's people that don't know the rules of, like, just driving, okay? I mean, I mean, back when I was in school, I'm pretty sure we went through bicycle safety, okay? Do they do any of that? You know, we went through how to manage a checkbook, how to, you know, we were learning that in elementary school. And now these people are getting out. They don't have a clue. Hmm. <clears throat> what else do you see, Matt? Water, this one I just, I can't wrap my head around. The watered-down mayo is better than milk in a hot chocolate drink. What? They say, call me disgusting, but hear me out. Mayo has a ton of fat content, and it's all just flavor. The savory taste of mayo goes perfectly with sweet hot chocolate. It also has an added benefit of not triggering any lactose intolerances. So, now are you going to try that? I can't imagine that's good. Well, number one, I don't have any mayo in the house. Okay, I'm just... I mean, on paper, they're probably right. Like, it should work. But 
Well, my sister was like Laverne and Shirley. Would drink uh, pop and milk. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> okay, you know. You want to crush my chips because I crunch too uh, loud? You're a freak. You are a whole day. I tell you, man, you are. You gotta let that go. Overly loud vehicles make their drivers look stupid, not cool. Mm. I, I feel like I live in a neighborhood where nobody owns a muffler. <laughs> okay? It's just. Uh, <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. Now, if I ride the bike in the morning, I try to be as quiet as possible. Right. Because I, I have a modeled bike that's loud. Yes. Okay? Yeah. But I'm not one of those, uh, you know, warming it up. I can wake the whole hood, but I don't. That's good. Good for you. Good for you. You know, you just don't give it too much juice. All right. All right what do you think about this? Okay. Because we had a coworker that, that was like this. Okay. If McDonald's can do breakfast all day, then they should also be willing to give me lunch in the morning. Now, what do you think of that? I... I, I'm not. I don't wake up craving a burger like that's not right. on my radar. Right. So, I I have no horse in this race. But we worked with a guy who's like, he did, and he was like, man, why can't they just give me a cheese? Like all I want, all I want's a burger right now. It's like six a.m. He's like, all I want's a burger. But he was a weirdo kid. He was. Okay. He <laughs> really was. We loved him, but yeah. yeah. But he's a kid. Yeah. So his his thought processes, you know, I get, and it's true. The older you get, the more cranky you get. Now, you know, and me, okay, I'm a prime example. Okay, I've got a big birthday coming up this month, and and it's like, I'm afraid this is the one, you know, that suddenly I don't know how to use a remote control. Okay, does something just happen? Because Maybe. it's like, I feel like I've been fully functional to this point in life, right? But when does it happen? Because at some point, I'm not going to know how to do stuff. I'm already pretty bad with computers. All right? Is it just going to keep getting worse? I don't know, man. Matt, <laughs> how do you turn this TV? And I'm looking at you thinking, gosh, is that going to be me? Is that like... <laughs> <laughs> We're just... Am I going to follow in your footsteps? We're looking <laughs> at ourselves. Oh. <sighs> uh. Anyway, there you go, some tidbits. Okay. Hard to believe we've used this much time. It's so much fun. <laughs> it's we, can, we can keep going. We can. Well, oh, we'd, we'd be in big trouble, That's mister. That's true, we would. Right, so that'll uh, wrap up this edition of Tidbits. I got to go. It is Wednesday, right? See, I'm, I'm gonna it is me- Wednesday. I'm, I'm messed with that all week. Yeah. So that'll do it. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow. All right.